from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm Car. This is Keon, and we're doing this. That is who I am. How'd you know? I heard. I heard on the on, on the Stacker News website. Well, it's a pleasure. At the very to be bottom, here. you scroll down, Stacker. This is a fun fact. If you scroll all the way down to Stacker News, there's a little part that says "made with." What does it say? "Made with." Sonic vibes and love. I don't have sonic vibes. It says sound love. Sound love. Maybe I just, yeah. It's a fun fact. Right at the top of the show. Keon, how was your week? Uh, It was, uh, it was the best, it was probably the best week. Really? Yeah. So much, so much happened. There was confetti in my life and. uh, What? No, tell us. Like, stackers want to know, man. Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing really happened. (laughs) But uh, it was good. It was a good week. I mean, why not? Why not make it the best? Super Testnet it always says when you ask him how he is, he's like, "This is the best day ever." And uh, why not True. make? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make that my standard as well. Make it the best day ever. Well, that's right. Yeah. How was your week? It was good. Yeah, it's uh, been a rainy week here in Austin. Nice drought or not drought? Well, I guess it was a nice drought. Now it's like kind of flooding. Um, dude, my whole front, like the front door of my apartment, just gets flooded every time. You have like a um, puddle. Well, it just like, it's, I guess since we're on a hill and I'm like on a hill, it like, it floods in those little, like, you know, when you're on a hill and it floods like in the little gap. It so it goes down. Yeah. So when I, like last night came back from ABC and like, it's like water everywhere. So I'm like, how do I step across? Like, I think I might have to get one of those little bath mat things where you like, you have like a wooden plank that you step onto first. And then you walk in right outside your door. <laughs> That's crazy. You should like, just get like a little boat, like a little raft. It's not that high. Oh, it's like, it's enough to, to get to your toes when it starts getting flooded like this. Okay. Yeah. It's not good. No, boring. I like the rain. So yeah, dude, you're, you were yesterday. You were like creepily in front of the window, just like staring into I, the rain. I always do that. Really? I like, well, I like looking outside. It's nice. The outside's well, nice. Well, yeah, I know that part, but I was like, why are you looking in the, the water? You were just like staring off into like, it was interesting snackers. He was staring off into like the, the gloominess of. Uh, I know people are always surprised when uh, I think it's really odd. Uh, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm thinking. And they're like surprised. They're like, what you're, you're, what is that? And it's like, it's, it's, uh, this thing I do to uh, solve uh, problems, collect my thoughts. Uh, It's interesting. Interesting. If you ever come by Plub Lab, um, definitely come watch how Keon thinks with that, that, we'll jump into the top five stories of the week. The first top story is a Bitcoin white paper is hidden in every modern copy of Mac OS. This is from 031EF7D322. 25 comments, 3,294 sats. What is this? Is this a conspiracy? Have you tried this? No, it's not a conspiracy. No, tell me. What is it? Oh, you should you should try it out on your Mac. Uh, if you go to the terminal okay. and you go to this website, they give you a command line prompt. Okay. Try it in now, Stackers. Oh, you're going to type it rather than just copy paste it? Bro. Yeah. I'm old school. <laughs> That's a lot of work. But anyway, it looks like there's an Easter egg in every copy of Mac OS for like the, since like 2018. Uh, someone has put the Bitcoin white paper in basically every copy of Mac OS. Do anybody, does anybody know who did it? I know, I know you specifically have friends with people. Yeah, I know, I know, I know people at Apple who are Bitcoin maxis, but I'm not sure this is that person. So Um, it's scanner dat. So it's like virtual scanner dot app. What's the other part? Yeah. Yeah. Slash Contents. contents slash what resources slash simpler simple doc all lowercase dot pdf 
simple doc dot PDF. Nope. Oh, you probably typed it wrong because you typed it <laughs> and it's a lot of characters, but, uh, basically if you, if you put this in your, let me see if I could scroll Is it up. It's a simple dash doc. Oh, there it goes. No, I got that right. Capture devices, virtual scan. Like you have to get virtual it's also right? case sensitive. Yeah. I got all the cases. Dot app. Yeah. Contents. Resources, simple doc.pdf, image. Yeah. But it could. Uh, oh, wait, I didn't put a slash before image. Ah, gotcha. Right, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. It, this is why you copy it. This is why, if you're going to do it at home, copy and paste it because typos are way yeah. more common than people realize. Let me go in there and copy and paste it. But keep um, going. Yeah, but any, anyway, this uh, there's there, there's a copy of the Bitcoin white paper in every copy of Mac OS since 2018. It's kind of hidden. Really? Oh, snap. Car yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Open up my Adobe. Yeah. Um, has anybody verified if this is the actual white paper, if it's like anything's changed? I th I'm pretty sure people have confirmed it's the actual That's white paper. That's really cool, man. How does that happen, Keon? Don't they have like code, uh, coding checks of some sort? Like, how does that I mean, work? I mean, what would they, they, they're going to check for if you have the Bitcoin white paper? I mean, that you... Someone, they probably needed a PDF to uh -huh. serve as a placeholder in this application. And someone was like, well, what PDF do I want to use? Mm -hmm. And they maybe were a Bitcoiner and they, they threw in the Bitcoin white paper. That's my, that's my read on it. But this is, I mean, this is kind of a common thing uh, that, I mean, programmers are kind of prone to <laughs> having fun with themselves while they're programming applications because yeah. they have to look at the parts of the application that you don't look at, but they still want that part of the application to be fun. Um, and so often like all, sometimes when I'm writing code, I'll have themes in my code. There was a program I wrote where I had like, um, like a jail theme where I was yeah. like, I was like locking users into subsequent parts of the application for security reasons. And just I like themed all those. No, because it, it involved like a, it involves like a security theme where it was escalating security policies. And I like mm. themed it as if I was intaking them into a jail mm. and then they'd go through, they'd have like a commissary and they'd have like, anyway, but you could, but you're like, you're often trying to entertain yourself. And this yeah. is, this is likely what I, I happened could, here. I could see that. Like when I used to, we spin up servers and stuff. I used to name them after like the walking dead characters. Yeah. You know, Did, were any of them named Negan? No, we didn't get that far. Okay, good. Yeah. But uh, here, so let me just show you. Again. Yeah, <laughs> let me just show the, I think it was uh, Satoshi Nakanoto. It won reply in 374 cents in the top comment. It basically had an image there. It's worth checking out, Stackers, but it's a Bitcoin Mac OS image. That looks really cool, man. It, it does. looks really cool. I don't know who, yeah, he did the graphics. It's a swell image. Yeah. And I'm running 12.4 Monterey, and it's it's works on mine, so. It worked on mine as well. I was, I mean, even though I knew this would probably work, I was still surprised. I'm, I'm running 12.6. Here, I got a question for you. I just want your opinion. There's no right or wrong answer. Do you think, you think if Steve was around, do you think he would have been, um, do you think he would have been into Bitcoin or do you think he would have been against it? Um, I think he would have been into it. Why not? Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, as some, as someone who has gone, he's, he's experienced a lot of life, like kind of, uh, you know, as a founder, perhaps re one reason why I died kind of young is you have, you have sort of an, ex an accelerated experience journey as a, as a founder, oftentimes, like you're exposed to a lot more of the government, people, 
and other things than you might other yeah. otherwise be. And I don't see if Bitcoin is like truly something worth valuing, I don't see how you how you would be someone like Steve Jobs and not come to value it. And so, yeah, I think I think so. Plus the, ether, you know, Steve Jobs is kind of punk rock. I think Bitcoin is pretty punk rock. Yeah, I think I think if anything else, he would have enjoyed the white paper not on the on the Mac. It's something that definitely he would have approved for sure. Yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. Look at how much buzz this got. I think some. I think this story has been posted like twenty times to Stacker News by different people from different sites because people mm. just love how fun it is. Yeah. All right. The next top story is Bitcoin in El Salvador, an honest live report. This is uh, from Carl B. Menger. 39 comments, 27,000 sats on April 6th. Dude, what is going on here? Yeah, this is a great uh, post. So Carl B. Menger uh, has a sub stack. You guys should subscribe. He writes a lot of great Bitcoin content. Um, but he came and he doubly posted this on Stacker News. Um yeah. And I guess he went to go visit El Salvador and kind of writes about his experience. I mean, many of us want to travel to El Salvador, haven't had the experience, but are curious, you know, what it's actually like to, you know, hear facts and not, you know, what is just propaganda in, in a positive way or a negative way. And, uh, Carl B. Menger, uh, kind of gives that to us. He just, he more or less describes his experience, you know, saying with the conclusion of which is, um, what we've heard, uh, you know, from other people who have written about El Salvador, but it kind of reinforces it. You can't spend Bitcoin everywhere yet. Um, most places, you know, most ordinary places will have a hard time. But if you go to El Zante or, you know, a little places where Bitcoin would, was a little more common before even the Bitcoin law went in, you'll be able to spend Bitcoin. Additionally, it gives kind of a background on El Salvador in general mm. and what how people feel about you know, Bukele and kind of the things he's done, but some of it, some of it was new to me. He said that, uh, before Bukele took, took office, people were afraid to go outside past like 6 PM. Like even mm. like just ordinary citizens would get murdered, robbed and murdered, um, mm. just being out and around. And it was Bukele who kind of stepped in and, you know, maybe overstepped by some people's accounts, but certainly cleaned up the country and made a lot, made the majority of ordinary people's lives better by getting rid of the gang violence that was happening. So this is kind of the characterization he gave of the political landscape in El Salvador. Um, and general, and then you, you kind of, he also has like a value transition for himself where he's eventually he's like, his, this is his last point. He says, he thinks hodling is really important, but he thinks, you know, at this point, perhaps in his Bitcoin journey, he's ready to spend and replace his Bitcoin rather than just hodling. Mm. And uh, that's kind of what he leaves us with. Yeah, that's awesome. There's yeah. a there's a comment here at the bottom from Joe Nakamoto. He said, awesome write up. We had we had near identical experiences, which I documented here. And then he links to a YouTube. Yeah. Um, but he says, Napo's a legend, by the way. Well done for sending sats, your patience and educating others. Um, but yeah, I, th I think, I think Joe hits it right there. I think we had saw his post maybe a couple months back yeah. when he went up there or down there. Very similar. Uh, we have a couple people in the lab that have been over there. They had nothing but great things to say. I think the thing that sticks out at me was the, that you can walk outside and there's abundance of food everywhere. Cause everybody's a vendor and you could just buy uh, with Bitcoin and stuff. I think that's kind of cool. So. Yeah. I wonder what the vendor thing is. I wonder if it's just easier like what makes them, I, I noticed this in Brazil too. Like we would go, 
-hmm. we would go to the beaches in Brazil and every like minute or so there'd be a vendor selling something else. And I wonder if it's just, if it's like a regulatory freedom that they have to create these vendor businesses or, or what? I think it has to do with probably just the, um, you know, what do we have here? Cause like on sixth street right here, we can walk out of club lab and like, especially on Fridays and Saturdays, you can walk down maybe a block and get food from some of these carts that are out there. But that's just cause we're right here on sixth street, like on a Friday and Saturday, but I'm sure they have all sorts of like uh health uh, things. You gotta have permits, whatever permits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All kinds of, all kinds of weird stuff that makes it, makes it, probably on some level undesirable to start but the other the other explanation might be that uh, El Salvador some of these other Latin American countries don't have m- much of an economy to oh, yeah. allow people to be employees Good so they point. so they become self-employed yeah, just self-starters I love it yeah. that's that's a uh, that's one from Carl B Minger great job on that post man love it more more original content on Snacker News is what I say. The next top story is introducing Mutiny Wallet, private unstoppable Bitcoin payments. This is from Mr. Tony Giorgio. 23 comments, 5,000 boosts, baby. And then 2,883 sats. Keon, what is this? Uh, yeah. I've never heard of them. You really? Yeah, me neither. I don't I don't know who <laughs> these guys are. I don't know what they think, what kind of mutiny they think they're starting, but not on, <laughs> not on my watch. Um, anyway, but no, uh, these guys, we've been covering these guys for a while. Uh, they're building an end browser wallet. That's, that's super privacy focused, which is like kind of a nice, um, like juxtaposition. Cause often we think of a browser as being kind of a, uh, cesspool as far as like, uh, actually achieving privacy. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing something really hard and most, many people are really excited about it because we all want an easier to use lightning wallet, but Anyway, they kind of, they announced that they've raised money. They've raised uh, just over 300K, they say. Wow. Um, and they're calling it a pre-seed. This is written by Paul, future Paul on Twitter. But uh, Tony Giorgio, Ben, and Paul Miller are the the founders of this. And um, they're building. They're really doing it. They all, ha- they all have these executive titles, which um, it looks like Tony is the CEO and Ben is the the CTO, which the T stands for technical officer there. And then Paul Miller is is a CPO. He's a chief product officer, which um, which is cool. Uh, and they all fit into these roles, I think, really well. And I'm really excited uh, to see what they build. But here's like a little screenshot. If you haven't already checked out Muni, most of the people, uh, our moms have, who are watching this, have all seen this. <laughs> They're all users of Mutiny Wallet yeah. on uh, Testnet. But uh, yeah, I mean, really, really cool. And they they list out their supporters here. So they had 1031, they had Brad Mills, Chris Hunter. I don't know who Chris Hunter is. American HODL, Ty, uh, who's a, a kind of a Bitcoiner we see around Austin occasionally. And NVK, uh, oh, wow. I didn't realize he was an angel, but he he stepped in and um, invested in them as well. That's awesome. I highly recommend watching this presentation here. That was at Sats by Startup Day, which was held here at Pleb Lab where Paul Miller kind of does broad strokes on Muni, what they're trying to do, the way he thinks about the company, the, he, and he goes, he, he really is critical of, of what they're doing, cautious, the, the kind of outlook you would want from a, you know, a thoughtful founder uh, in this presentation. And so I highly recommend giving that a watch. It's a great, great talk. Um, but yeah, that's Muni. It was great. That was great. I think, uh, I think I want to talk about the comments here. So this was kind of got spicy, like the spicy stuff. 
This is uh, from Darth Coin. He said synthetic, or I guess he's quoting the, the, the part about the synthetic dollars. He said, you've just killed me with that. Guys, we are in this blankety blank to destroy the whole idea of dollars and fiat currencies. Maybe even a few years will not even exist. So the whole idea of a DLC is useless. Stable coins are just a crap reminiscence of fiat money. Please stop this BS. The future is Bitcoin only, not crap. Not, oh, crap. Stable coins. And then Ben the Carmen came in. He goes, personally, I probably won't use the stablecoin aspect, but there's a lot of demand for this in parts of the world where they can't eat Bitcoin volatility. If you don't want the stablecoin or part, that's fine. It'll lay the groundwork for us to build a DLC market that is usable for anything. So, and then Darth Coin said, fair enough. So it gets a little spicy in the comments, but, um, you know, I think, uh, I think that's part about being a, a good founder is answering those questions, those tough questions, you know? Indeed. Indeed it is. Yeah, really excited about these guys. I'm I feel sorry for any uh investors that didn't get in on the round because uh Are you poking at somebody? Like, uh, no, I mean no, I mean I think I think it is I think I think it's a missed opportunity. I think you have three technically competent friends who stepped in to build something, at just two co-founder friends stepping in to build something who are competent and get along well and you know won't break up. That's very rare, but three, that's, that's even, that's much, that's much more rare. And, uh, and I don't know. I, I think for me, like, just to add on to that point, I think for me, like I've known these guys for a really long time at this point, high character individuals, I call them, you know, really, really close friends. Also they're mission driven. And when you have a mission driven founder, uh, three at that, uh, it's hard to, um, to put a put to, to put a barrier or, or blockade in front of them that they're not going to be able to jump jump over, so like oh, yeah, I'm bullish on Muni, man, really bullish. But um, I've been bullish on those guys for a really long time. Not just like a lot of us have. You know. Heck yeah! Congrats to those guys. Yeah, the next top story is Movad and the Tor project release a new web browser. What? Twenty four comments from zero XTR. 4,140 sats, baby. What is going on here? I didn't see this. Yeah. Trying to compete with the ARC browser? I think, uh, no. I mean, ARC is doing its own thing. It's basically, yeah, it's it's mostly trying to make a hyper-polished browser, but uh, Mulvad and Tor, it seems more like a competitor to Brave is what they're trying to do. Interesting. Yeah. And you'll notice... If, if anyone's a Brave user, you'll have noticed, uh, I think it was around the time this was re- was announced or released, Brave started selling VPN subscriptions directly from in their like URL bar. And so I think it might have been a response to this. Maybe they had a little bit of a, a little bit of um, like inside information ahead of time. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool because it's it's basically selling it, it's It's a browser that that has like kind of native support for VPNs and is privacy conscious from people we already kind of respect in those domains. Have um, you used it yet or no? I haven't used it, but. Is it based on Firefox or Chromium? What are we? It's doing? probably based on Chrome, but it could be based on Firefox. I don't, it, it, it's likely based on whatever the Tor browser is based on, which oh, might okay. be Firefox. Okay. So. Interesting. I don't yeah. know if I'll check it out just because um, I'm waiting for a lightning integrated uh, browser, man, at this point, like. I'm trying out Arc right now. It has its, you know, its thing where it, it you know, it, it gets focused for a little bit and then I've got to jump over to Chrome. Um, I just, it, it, yeah, it's good for focus browsing. I've talked about this before on Stacker News. But I, yeah, I don't know. If you try Mulvid, I'll, I'll try it, but 
Yeah, I'll maybe check it out and see what's up. Stackers, but I haven't tried it yet. Stackers, you try it. Let us know. Well, let's see if anyone in the comments. Huge waste. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing, right? That's this, this is where, like, for me, man, I'm reading the comments on Stacker News to decide whether I'm going to download it. Space Wrangler literally said, huge waste of the Tor Project's resources considering the current state of the network. And then Tamales jumps in there and goes, the question is, what would they better allocate their resources towards? Um, so, it, like, for me, like, the discussion there was my kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm going to try it. Uh, is that a bad thing? No, you should be skeptical. Don't trust, verify. I, I mean, if the Sackers are telling me this is not something to check out, then I don't, I'm not going to look at it any further. Um, I think they're just, they're, they're naturally skeptical. I'm not sure any of them are like, are, are right. I mean, they're not, they're just saying, they're just saying there are other things that Tor maybe needs to do um, other than release this browser. But I suspect Tor, you know, hasn't allocated many resources to this, but I think they're, they might be also trying to like reduce some of the load perhaps on tour and kind of nudge people towards VPNs possibly. Um, but yeah. yeah, a lot of good points are made in the comments and, but still I, I, I support anyone trying to increase um, privacy on the web because it is, it is so crazy. And if you look at their blog posts, they kind of talk about things that people are a little less familiar with, like um, browser fingerprinting. So like, even What's if that? it's how it's like, I can, I like, I used to run a social media site where, um, or it was a, it was a Facebook page that would allow people to anonymously post through via an, a by an external website and an API. Okay. And we would, we would occasionally get spammers and like trolls and how I would identify them is I would take a browser fingerprint of them. This was like before this was very, I think this was common practice, but not, not very mm -hmm. well known. This is like a decade ago, mm -hmm. but I would take, what you do is you take their you take their the, the browser version that they're running, the browser that they're running, their operating system, their IP address. Um, That's a little invasive. Their extensions, basically any information you can, the browser will tell you about the user. You take that, you hash it, you get a giant string that doesn't contain any of this information, so you don't really know it. But you have a fingerprint. It's kind of it, it's exactly you know it's exactly what a fingerprint is. You have all this these unique anomalies. You have all these, you have all these, um, these, these things on your finger, these ridges, and it's the, it's the, the co compiling them all together creates a unique, a unique picture. And that's basically what a fingerprint is. And this is how you're tracked around the web. Oftentimes, you know, where there otherwise isn't a way to track you. Um, but dude, you should have put that in the comments. <laughs> no, but, but this is—you well, you would have told me that. Would have, like now, I'm going to go and download it. <laughs> but no, but they're like they're—you know—but this is a common. A con this is like common knowledge among like privacy-focused people. Put, put it this, in the comments. That this that this exists, but it is like a uh, you know. So the fact that they're you know they're I mean all I'm sure Brave and and all these you know any other privacy browser focuses on this stuff at this point, but it's um it's really cool that that they, you know, to focus on privacy because it is, there are just so many ways it can be violated. Stackers, if you're listening right now, download the Movade <laughs> browser. Movade or Movad? I'm going to download it now. Yeah, you should check it out. You I mean, scared the crap out of me. Yeah, you should and be I'm afraid. Gonna, be no. very afraid. Wait, they don't have it on, oh, they do have it on Mac. Cool. Let's download it now while we're on the podcast. I um. mean, I'm better late than never, right, Stackers? I'll, I'll, I'll update y'all here by the end of the show. Uh, we got the, what are we at? Oh, no, there we go. Got that one already. Uh, okay. Next top story. This is our 
Yeah, yeah, this is our last top story of the week, number five. Introducing Nostr Wallet Connect, native zapping in Amethyst. This is from Albi, 10 comments, 10,000 sats? Wow, that's a lot of sats. Yeah, so basically this is a way for Nostr apps to um, connect to Albi, a user's Albi wallet, and not really, and when you zap in the app, you don't have to open the open a lightning wallet or whatever to Whoa. pay it. It'll just uh, call your your Albi wallet um, to do zapping and stuff. And that's basically what this is. It's just like a, a way to connect um, your Albi wallet to uh, a Noster application and enable, you know, relatively seamless payments. Yeah. As you know, Snackers, you know this. I'm a big fan of Albi. I love what they're doing. Uh, I use their wallet all the time. I use it for Thriller Bitcoin. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just, so wait, does this get away? F- can they, can they, can you still, I guess it, theoretically, could I still use wallet of Satoshi or no, I would just be using Albi then I wouldn't have to use WAS, right? I mean, this is, this is mostly reducing the friction of like you're in Damas yeah, yeah. and you're zapping someone. But if I'm an Amethyst on my Android, then at that point, am I removing the whole wallet of Satoshi aspect of yeah, it? Yeah, you don't have to, it won't oh, open cool. wallet of Satoshi when you hit the zap, when you hit the lightning bolt. Yeah, so that actually works better. Yeah, it makes it a much more, it makes it a more, I think, I think I've think i heard uh, Verbicha on Snort call this um, fast zapping. Uh, and it makes it, it makes it a much more Stacker News-like experience, but, you know, possibly non-custodial or possibly preferred custodian uh if your preferred custodian is albi but you can use can't you use your own node on albi i thought you could you could so non-custodial or preferred custodian so albi is kind of hosting your node at any kind of node credentials you have great dude albi's really good yeah this is really cool man i'm looking at a video that they have there on the uh on the screen but um amethyst is not on ios yet is it uh, I think it's a, an exclusively an Android app and, oh. uh, just like Domus is exclusively an iOS app. I think they're both written in native, uh, Swift in the case of Domus and then Kotlin in the case of Amethyst. So they're not like, cro- they're, they're not cross, uh, platform. Mm. All right. Well, snackers definitely want to. Start using that. I mean, I don't know. K Rook says, very cool. This feels like a big step towards seamless zaps on mobile apps. I agree. Crybaby says, hopefully people start prioritizing the creation of a social media UI UX that doesn't suck. If people just wanted lightning payments, they already exist. This all seems to be feeding into high time preference, dopamine mining pride parade that's antithetical to the basis of Bitcoin in my very low IQ opinion. Sounds like you've been crying a lot, crybaby. What do you think about that comment? Um, I mean, I think he, I think he sort of has a point. I mean, us as Bitcoiners are all really excited about like social media interactions with Lightning, and so we all kind of get. I think he's he's basically saying we all get like a little too hyped about this, but really for the average user, what might matter more is that the social media like uh, user experience on these platforms doesn't suck, and you know. Um, and so there's like some validity to that. On the other hand, it's, it's like why we need to explore this kind of stuff. The lightning payments need to get better. We need, we, we do think they perhaps have a, have a place on the web or uh, on Noster more. 
I'm just waiting for somebody to make an actually really good uh, web browser. Or maybe it's just my computer. Remember, are you are you using Iris on the web for Nostra or are you using um, Snort? I'll switch between them, but, but I'll I'll most commonly I'll most commonly go to Snort. Gosh, so yeah, it can be it can be pretty slow. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know what it is. It might be you might be connected to too many relays. You might be connected Probably. to slow relays. Yeah. Um, but it it might it might be so many different things. The 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 native apps have the advantage of being able to really optimize the verification of uh, signatures, and that might be why why the native apps are so much faster. But. Yeah. So that rounds up our top five Stacker News posts of the week. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, I guess I'm going to go to my top story. My top story of the week is a list of resources for devs looking to learn and build their careers on careers on in Bitcoin. This is from Kube. One comment, 139 cents. Um, did you see this? What he posted the other day? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I might have saw it on Noster. Uh, so yeah. So Lucas uh, is you know is a or maybe you don't know he's a developer for Lightning Labs. He made this whole kind of resource page where he's like sharing all the hackerspaces, all the educational programs, communities, the bounties, the open source product development, the funding, the employment, the dev meetings, the Bitcoin open source communities on Discord, Slack, and chat apps, um, jobs in Bitcoin companies, technical books, other technical reading resources, the technical conferences, the BitDev Socratic meetups, Bitcoin focus VCs, Bitcoin dev Twitter accounts, Bitcoin dev blogs, Dude, this is a crazy amount of information that has been needed for a long time. Where, where was all this before? Was this, do you, how did you find out all these things? Is just from being like when you came into Bitcoin? Cause I remember you talk about that. That's why you made Snacker News. But like, where, where were you finding out? Did you know all this stuff, Keon? Like where all this stuff was at? Or was there a place to go to? I mean, I've heard of most of these things. Uh, I did, maybe, maybe the Bob space I hadn't heard of. Um, but as far as like a one-stop shop to see everything, the landscape. Oh, oh no, there's some great, uh, like Lop, Jameson Lop has great, has a great resources page for both Bitcoin and lightning. Those are maybe the two that I would probably reference the most frequently, Mm. but, um, yeah, Yeah. I thought thought this was very helpful. I shared shared it on the plub lab, uh, Slack so that people can look at it. It's really cool too. Like it's really cool. So just wanted to give a shout out to Lucas for for creating. I mean, that. you you might also like that Pleb Lab is at the very top. That might are we? It, oh, did you just know? You didn't even notice that, that. dude. Oh. I don't care about that. Kind oh, of stuff. yeah. I really just care about the fact that the devs can get. For me personally, like I don't know all these technical books that were out there. Right. Like it was really cool to see all the Bitcoin technical conferences because I actually know about most of them. I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, okay, so I know. The only one I didn't really know was the Azure. Azores. Yeah, I don't know about that it, one. Those are islands uh, off oh. the west coast of Portugal. There we go. I've been there before. They're really wow. cool. They're created by volcanoes and they have great cheese. That's That gets me going there. <laughs> but anyway, just shout out to Lucas for creating this. I wanted to bring this up. Um, uh, yeah. What's your top story? My top story is this post by... GG, how Noser can benefit readers and writers. Mm. Uh, it's just a cool, it's a very like, you know, quite pretty fluffy post about Noster and kind of the things we can expect. It's it's kind of like, um, 
you know, a lot of the reading you'll do on Nostra right now is a lot of extrapolation, very optimistic extrapolation. It reminds me a lot of like, if you go back and you read like early Bitcoin talk posts about Bitcoin and everyone's, everyone's thinking about the future and what's going to happen. And, you know, uh, Bitcoin, like the people on the early Bitcoin talk forums are talking about governments adopting it, you know, five years from the day they're talking about it back in like 2011 or whatever. And it's like, yeah. um, I'm not, I think this is, I think there's more, uh, this is, mu this is much more, uh, metered optimism than what I'm suggesting there, but it's really, it, you, what's nice about the optimism on the Bitcoin talk forums and this one too, is like, you do, you do expect these things to actually happen. They do seem like naturally, uh, emergent, uh, pro like, uh, things that will happen as a result of, of the protocols. Anyway, he kind of, he just kind of describes his, you know, general kind of GG kind of philosophizing about information, which is, which I always enjoy to read. In addition to, um, you know, some, some, he, he's been, he's been fond recently of like posting like, uh, ideas he has for things that we built on no server. This one in particular is like, is, talks about people highlighting things on Noster and those highlights getting shared. And then somehow the, per, the original author of the content that got highlighted, getting, getting a share of the sats for that content. Um, so yeah, it was the whole lightning prisms thing. And I, I didn't realize he touches on it right here. Mm -hmm. So the way at least I understand and tell me, I'm probably going to be wrong about this, but let's say hypothetically we're sharing Snacker News live, you know, via Noster, right? And it's going out there and it's being shared. Well, the people that will ret I guess for lack of a better word, retweet that and share it on their feed also gets a cut of the of the zaps, right? Is that is that, like, at least that's how I see it, where it's like the people that are also participating in this whatever online moment is also getting benefited from it. It's just like all the way down. Well, yeah, it's a the prism is an appropriate metaphor for what I think he's trying to describe, which is, you know, prism takes in a kind of wide spectrum of light and then breaks it out into uh, specific wavelengths such that you can see each individual it's wavelength. Beautiful. Yeah. And <laughs> I so, love it. So, so it's, a, that's what he's saying. That's basically what he's saying is like, you know, you'll have this, you'll have the origin the this kind of um, this wide spectrum of light that, that is a user zap and then it'll get broken out to all the individual people who maybe made that, made that piece of content happen. And, um, yeah, uh, that's a gorgeous, uh, yeah, I love that. Beautiful thought. Beautiful thought. I wonder, I wonder where he came up with it, um, or how he came up with it. Was he just like on the toilet? You know, just like He might've been staring out at the rain <laughs> and then everyone's like, what are you doing? What are you do? What are you wrong with you? <laughs> See what I do with stackers all day long. Uh, no, great, great post. I, I'm going to go back and read it. I didn't, I didn't read it. I just, we were at, uh, ABC last night and somebody brought up lightning prisms. Um, and so this kind of, this is what happens. You go to these meetups, people start talking about all these philosophies of the big quarters. It's kind of cool. Uh, I think that's all we got for stack news. Keon, what do you got? The, the yeah, pictures? we can do, we can do a little bit of top stuff just real quick. Yeah, we usually do it. Like cowboy. Keon's all about cowboys. So that's right. Car's upset because he doesn't have a cowboy hat. I can't do it every time. Every single on. time I get a freaking cowboy hat, I lose it. It's like some random dude hits you and steals your cowboy hat. Or some <laughs> some you lost it to scraping the old mountain. Uh, you, you're losing out. Car's a native Texan, but he can't survive 
in the wilderness. That's what we've learned in the wild, in the real West. Let's do it. He's a city. He's a city slick in Texan. No, I guess. That's not true. I know. I was born on a farm. He wears boots more than Fun anyone fact, I know. I was born on a farm. That's true. Um, I think it was true. No, it's I, totally I haven't true. Verified, I haven't Do you talked want to see my birth anyone. certificate? <laughs> Does it say a farm, born on a farm? It, it, it can. <laughs> it's like move. No, I think you, you, let me just clear this for the, let me just clear the air. Stackers, you saw my birth certificate, you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy was born on a farm. Because of where it's located. Just say that. Oh, it's, oh cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to dox myself. Don't dox yourself. Um, uh, yeah, so Carl B. Manger stacked a lot with their posts about El Salvador. Our sync has posted a lot of great technical content. Really appreciate that. Uh, Dad Beef, <laughs> Satoshi Nakanoto, Albi. Dad Beef's a good name, isn't it? That's a it? perfect name, Dad yeah. Beef. Yeah. I mean, you could just add any food at like Dad. You imagine Dad Cheese. That'd be a good one, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, lots of, lots of top stackers. Love to see it. Spenders, who we got this week? Now, man, haven't seen now in a while. Yeah, now, yeah, he's slinging them. Um, is, uh, is, is now coming back anytime soon? I hope so. Uh, probably. I, I mean, you know, he's a busy, a busy person. I mm. think he might be, you know, sort of in the ether out there traveling cool. around. But yeah, yeah um, let's see. Uh, Phaedrus also, Chris42 is a relatively new stacker, spent quite a bit. Exeus got 11,000. 11, uh, Austin. Yeah. Austin's, always, uh, Austin's usually in the top. He has a job, uh, active job right uh, now. If cool. you're a full stack engineer and you're looking for work, apply to Sonota. Totally should. Cause like, that, dude, that guy's a great guy. And I'm yeah. not just saying that cause he's a friend, but like, big brain. Definitely want to work for somebody like that. Big brain, dude. Cow, top Cowboys. Let's see if anything notable has changed. GMD. Who's been uh, really, really trying to keep up here? He posts pretty regularly in the daily discussion. Oh, I'm in because I think I think it was a couple of weeks ago he was in position eleven, and so he's really figured out the cowboy hat, and now he's in position seven. Yeah. So on or no, is that six? No, that's seven. He's seventh. So yeah, and uh, wrangle him, boys. Oh Ring the dinner bell. Cat, you watch, cats a calling. <laughs> you should watch. Is that, I don't know if that's his phrase. You should watch uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. Uh, have you seen that movie? It's uh, not bad. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I usually don't rewatch movies because it's, it's bores. It's kind of boring to rewatch. I, was, I, I watched it because I was like, oh, let me see if there's like a whole connection here with Cowboys and Aliens. And uh, turns out, kind of is. Backers, that's your homework this week. Go watch Cowboys versus Aliens. Let us know in the comments. Try it out. Maybe yeah. I don't know. There's some good. Yeah. It. My memory of it is it it was not great. Yeah, it's not great at all. Maybe watch what's a good one? Uh there was a wild was it Wild Wild West? The one with um uh that's not very good, but, <laughs> no, it, it's but terrible. It, it has doesn't it have uh Will Smith in it? Yeah. Uh, I watch, I watch Will Smith in anything, even if he's bad. It's yeah. like he's still fun to watch. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Uh top, we got Zaps, uh blockchain boot boosted us five thousand cents on April Fools. He said uh said zap. Yeah. Thanks, Blockchain Boog. Thanks, Blockchain Boog. Yeah. For people that don't know, we record Stacker News Live every Friday around 3-ish, 4-ish p.m. Central Standard Possibly Time. Possibly earlier. Sometimes earlier. just depends. Uh, and then we release it on Saturdays, Sunday mornings-ish. And uh, yeah, subscribe, like, comment. Do all those things that you do at the other social media. Smash it. <laughs> smash it guys smash the buttons honestly i would i would much rather prefer if the stackers went because i post it if you could 
comment below in the Sacker News post. So that way we can have a really Smash discussion. Smash those comments. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Do we still have time? We have time. Yeah, of course we have time. So uh, there was a while back, somebody had posted something about the Stacker News thing. And I, uh, it's probably too late to look at it, but somebody had posted comments about it. I was supposed to mention it and they never did. I think it was on the Booger episode. Um, but we'll start mentioning the comments. Yeah, look right there. Alan just said subscribe and thumbs up. Woohoo, top post of the week. That was from Ezekiel. Anyways, Dion, what are you going to do this weekend? What am I going to do this weekend? Probably still more moving stuff. I'm still not moved in. It takes forever, but, you know, like you really? got to get everything. You haven't unpacked anything? We've unpacked, but, you, you know, you kind of want to get everything ready so that you can live and not think about it again. And so that's yeah. kind of what, what we're spending our time doing. I think that's it. And then, yeah, maybe like a thrifting. I've been thrifting. missing, I haven't gone thrifting in like, I don't know, like eight for? months. Just random like house stuff, you know, you move in somewhere new, you have like new spots for new, like little gadgety, mm -hmm. thing, like little uh, knickknacks and stuff. And so we'll probably look for stuff like that. But that's awesome. yeah, it's also Easter. Yeah. Yeah, I, dude. I have an Easter vigil tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Cool. It's a long, the longest mass that there is. It's really long. What do they do? It's usually? just, uh, you bring on the new entrance to the RCIA and all that stuff. It's, it's a whole thing. Sackers don't want to hear about it, but, um, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then, uh, I want to see that movie. Uh, I want to see if somebody will go with me to watch that movie with, uh, the Ben Affleck one. It's like the whole Nike movie. Have you seen that? No. Is it about the story? It's it about the story of Nike. Yeah. Oh, cool. I which love I know, this. which I know very well. I love these founder movies. There was a recent uh, movie that came out on Apple about uh, Tetris that was that was pretty freaking good. Um, I like. Oh, that have you seen? Was that good or no? I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I need to go and it, watch it. Yeah. I saw it on there. I just haven't watched it. It was really. I thought. It, I thought it was actually. It was very entertaining and pretty good. Uh, yeah, I like to. I like to before I go to sleep. I like to put on a movie and then I fall asleep. It's just how I usually go to sleep. Dude, you're such a dad already. I'm dad beef. <laughs> Your dad beef? No, I knew it. Beef. There's someone else called dad on here and I'm, like he'll say something and I'll be like, thanks dad. Dad beef. It's really fun. All right. See you next time, Stackers. Zap.